Rosh Hashanah. This is something that's on our calendar. I saw it, you know, on on my calendar already for Tuesday. So uh, tell us a little bit more about why we should celebrate. Yeah, there are, there's so many new things. And I know for some of you, this is like just mind-blowing because you don't know any of the things at all. So um, I'm going to throw in one more thing because... One of my great passions this year has been to introduce you to whatever God, I feel like God is speaking right now. And uh, one of the things I think is, is how we're interacting with God, how we're uh, experiencing intimacy with God. He wants us to be so much closer to him. And one of the ways he did this, he did this through his calendar, through the what we a lot of times time call the Jewish calendar. It's the biblical calendar. It's the calendar that, that, that God has established. So... He has set these kind of like these um, some road signs, if you will, of how to get near him when like, oh, God's you know, like God's on exit 14. You know, it tells you where to turn in. Right. So the Rosh in Rosh Hashanah means the head or the beginning of. And you're going to run into that word Rosh a lot because every month has a beginning. Right. Every month has a head or a Rosh or a beginning on the first day of the month. God is a God of new beginnings. That's why instead of celebrating just once a year, we have two New Year's Day celebrations, but he also commands us to celebrate new seasons, new months, new weeks, new days, and of course, he really loves shofars and trumpets and the sound of your voice praising him. If you look up in the sky in the nighttime, I was looking as I came out this morning, you see this little lip of the new moon coming on. One of the more important commands he makes is that we celebrate the beginning of every month at each new moon. That's 12 new beginnings every year. The beginning of each Hebrew month is called Rosh Hodesh, or the head of the month. Ironically, Hodesh, the word for month, comes from Hadash, the root for new. So months are actually, because it's a new moon, is so built together, even the word itself is, is created that way. Numbers 10 tells us, when you go to war in your land against an adversary who's oppressing you, all right, so think of this. Now, you're a human being living your life. Something is coming, an adversary is coming against you, oppressing you. And you are to sound the alarm with your trumpets. Well, obviously, we don't carry shofars with us everywhere, right? We got a mouth. We cry out together. We have prayer, right? And we have praise. It says this. You sound that alarm with the trumpets. Then you will be remembered before Jehovah, your God, and you will be saved from your enemies. Also on your days of rejoicing and gladness at your set feast and on Rosh Hadesh, the beginning of the month, you're to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and over the sacrifices of your peace offerings. These will be your reminder before your God. I am Jehovah your God, says. Notice when we're facing attack and we shout out or cry out or sound the pump trumpet, he hears the trumpet. Jehovah will remember his vows to us and save us. So, so it is when we hear the sound of the trumpets, it's our reminder that Jehovah is our God. So if you neglect these, the beginning of each month, even it, is, it may be a new thing, but God's, what he's trying to say is, I want you to recognize me every month. I want you to declare that. This is when you declare Jehovah is my God. This, uh, and for those of you, you know, just maybe not familiar enough with Hebrew, the name of Jesus is Yahushua, which is Jehovah is salvation. All right. So those words, Jesus's name and the name of the father, so both connected very, very tightly. During times of persecution, the Jews were often forbidden to observe Rosh Hodesh. 
as well as Shabbat to keep them from obeying God. The Bible begins and ends with the tree of life, first in Eden and then in paradise. It says the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. Notice every month God's doing something. He made the moon to mark the appointed times each month, Psalm 104. Psalm 22, blessed are those who do his commandments so they may have access to the tree of life. See, we're not obligated or bound by any law of God to observe any special feast days, new moons, except Shabbat. Uh, Sabbaths are one thing where we were commanded to do that long before the law. That was on the sixth day of, of creation after he made us. It's the next day rest, and that's still in, in, in vogue for everyone. But Isaiah prophesied about life in the millennial kingdom. He said, it shall be that from one Rosh Hodesh to another, and from one Shabbat to another, shall all flesh come to worship before me, declares Jehovah. That's Isaiah 66. God's calendar was instituted by him, and the days have special application to our lives as believers and as members of the house of Israel. Ephesians 2 says we have access by the blood of Jesus, for through him we have both access by one spirit to the Father, so then we're no longer strangers and foreigners. But we're fellow citizens of the saints and of the household of God being built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the cornerstone. So just because we're not commanded to observe these days, it's an honor and it's a joy to get to celebrate with Yeshua, Jesus, because it's his glory that's revealed in each of these special times. Other ways you can celebrate this uh, feast coming up, Rosh Hashanah, uh, obviously food. Sweets, remember, are a very big thing, right? <laughs> uh, apples dipped in honey and raisin bread dipped in honey. Those are two of the big foods. Honey is for a sweet year and fruit to have a fruitful year. Everything mm. has purpose. Uh, pomegranates have 613 seeds. Uh, there are some the rabbis say there's 613 commandments in the Bible. That's not really true. But nonetheless, pomegranates have 613 seeds. And so those are one of the fruits that they use. Uh, one of the things in our family that we've always done that I, I kind of like, it's called casting off, is teshlich. It's a custom that uh, it means casting off your sins in the, in the most basic sense. But you take small pieces of bread or whatever's in a pocket, and you empty your pockets in a stream or collect pebbles from the bank and toss them in the stream. Either way, it works. But it's to symbolically cast your sins into the depths of the sea or to leave your past year behind. And I just kind of like this. So just like in our January 1st New Year, you might make resolutions. You might want to change behaviors or avoid temptation or sin. Uh, you pray and prepare for anything God shows you about in the coming year. So that event, that Teshlik, that's what that's about. It's normally observed before afternoon services on the first day. Now, we in, in America generally only observe the one day of Rosh Hashanah for, for the Jews. So they do it in, in a certain way so they don't have to uh, break any laws of the Sabbath, uh, carrying bread or anything in their pockets. But for us, it's pretty pretty simple. We're asking God to to cast away anything, sins of deception, ambition, stubbornness, envy, uh, selfishness, indifference, the needs of others that they might be on our minds and getting rid of the sins of pride and arrogance. So just so many reasons and good things that we do. So that's just a couple of ways that you can uh, celebrate Rosh uh, Hashanah on uh, Tuesday. Coming up, 10 days to change everything.